0: Hello! This is Big Ten Thoughts with SFK and Beef. What's up? It's your boy. What's up? Oh,
1: man, not a whole lot. A lot of scores this week. All the Big Ten teams in action. You know, you'd love to see that.
0: Yeah, we're balls deep into Big Ten football. Well, into college football, but we don't college football, yeah. We don't care about that. Just the Big Ten. Um, first off, how do you feel about your golfers this weekend?
1: Um, I mean... Fair team, we play a fair team, Fresno State, you know, they were 10-2 and two last year, I want to say, with a bowl victory, uh, might be wrong on that, but, you know, they were a good team, they play solid defense, um, a lot of mistakes, I think, that we had, just kind of, before we get into it, just overall, a lot of mistakes, um, I know we had a ton of penalties, which is not a very characteristic uh, P.J. Fluck, Minnesota team, but. You'll have that, and a win's a win. And double overtime, we'll take it. We got out of there, so uh, good to be back against Georgia
0: Southern this week. Our, uh, you're two and zero, and I know that you said that eight eight and zero is for sure going to happen. Yep. Are, are you still one hundred percent sold on it?
1: Yeah, actually, I think I'd be uh, willing to go one hundred and ten percent on that. Uh, again, you know, Georgia Southern this week, probably like 70-0. zero. We're going to come back strong. <laughs> Not have not have as many penalties, and I mean, when you get when you have a strong, you have a strong safety like Antoine Winfield Jr., who's just begging, begging the defense to come out here and just he uses the quarterback and he says, "Hey, yo, throw me that ball." If you look at that film, he breaks it down and he's just sitting there, huge burst acceleration, picks it off, game winner.
0: Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's two years in a row that he's ended the game against Fresno State, correct? He has, yeah. Really. Um, um. It, now, I was kind of saying last week that, and uh, just my personal opinion, I don't obviously follow them as close as you, but they got yeah. Ibrahim a lot more touches, and he was up near 100 yards. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I was talking about with the, the grinded-out game and that was a very, like, ground, ground game for them. He, he got a lot of touches. He's close to 100 yards, but yep. it was kind of like what I was previewing last week. They're going to get into one of these battles, and he's going to have to be huge.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. Um, also, quick <laughs> magic of live recording. You might want to Google an Antonio Brown real quick because uh, some stuff just went down about him. With what? Um, Antonio Brown accused of three separate incidents of sexual assault and rape.
0: Oh uh, well he's canceled. So yeah. Um is he suspended yet? He should be
1: nothing yet. Um, but TMZ is reporting that, and that's all we know for right now. So um
0: Um, but I guess before we continue with uh the Big Ten football. We are going to touch on Antonio Brown anyways. Yeah. Besides these now new pending investigations, I assume they will be, Yikes. I, I was, uh, which is completely not okay. When, when will the league get a grip on, oh, if you smoke weed, you're suspended for a year, but if you beat your wife or sexually assault someone, you're out for a game or four games. I mean, what's happening?
1: Yeah, I have no idea on that. Um, I mean, really, there's no place for that at all in professional sports, and it really it doesn't make sense to me. I think another perfect example is in baseball. I um, can't remember who it was, but somebody got suspended for PEDs last year. was able to come back for September, but when they went to the playoffs, he was not allowed to be in the playoff roster. But Marcelo Zuna, the closer for – excuse me, not Marcelo Zuna. Sorry, I want to get this right. The Astros closer from last year, still believe he's with the team. Uh, He was suspended for – that'd be Roberto Osuna, excuse me. Um, He was suspended for 80 games for domestic abuse, but he was allowed to be on the uh, postseason roster, which I think is just insane. That blows my mind every time I hear that because that's not okay.
0: Yeah, that's backwards. A lot of these professional leagues uh, have their – what they view as important Um, kind of asked backwards in my opinion.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree with Um, that.
0: But yeah, I go, well, that's just unbelievable. I mean, if you couldn't already tell that he wasn't an awesome person, here's all the proof you need if he's found guilty. But Mm -hmm. with the way his character seems, I would assume it's unless someone's trying to ruin his life. It's probably true.
1: Yeah. Obviously, I don't want to speculate, but that's nothing. Nothing good can come out of that situation. So,
0: no, um, yeah. Iowa Ruckers. I believe the score was thirty to zero. Correct?
1: No. Yeah, on a different note. <laughs> oh Lord, what's now? No, just I'm saying, like oh, Iowa yeah, Ruckers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Moving Iowa, on, Iowa Ruckers, thirty to zero. Ruckers stinks again. No one's surprised. Um, it is what it is. Um, but Michigan. Uh, OT against Army, they should have lost. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Shea Patterson, everyone gets off on him, but he had no passing touchdowns and only 200 yards passing. And their their first string running back, it took him 33 touches to get 100 yards against a really? a really lackluster, well maybe not that lackluster Army team, but. Well they were 7th in the rankings I believe and they dropped to 10 which they should have I don't care that they're two and all if you're ranked that high you can't go to overtime against a all right team
1: Yeah no I agree um I will say though army um army definitely you know they they can play ball though they took Oklahoma to I think Oklahoma beat them last year by a touchdown or something. I mean, those boys can play. They're a solid team. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they ran Michigan as close as they did. But, again, if Michigan's supposed to be this great powerhouse in the Big Ten, how can they have a team that, whatever, you know, is a, a mid-major, how can they have that team taking them to double OT? And, I, I mean, that sounds funny because I'm a Minnesota fan. I get it. But, yeah, at the same right. time, Minnesota isn't They're not Michigan. ranked
0: yet. They're not. Right. Top 10 in the country. Um, Correct. One thing I did notice about Army that is uh, way different than they have been for the last countless amount of years that I can remember, they they uh, threw the ball a lot more than usual. Mm-hmm. They did a lot more power running and a lot more throwing instead of that uh, the double option and the option like yeah. veer, veer type runs, which um, if they do that all year and no one has film on them doing that, they could potentially come out of nowhere. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to be ranked ever, but um, if they have a, if they have a decent schedule and can few, pull a few wins out of there, it might, might be a completely different look.
1: Yeah, no, I agree 100% with that.
0: Um, moving on to Purdue, what was the score to that one?
1: Purdue, let's see. Purdue, let's see.
0: I should have had it up. Be cool. All right. Purdue score 42-24 against Vandy. Um, Another not necessarily surprising offensive attack by Purdue. I know they have a lot of weapons, especially uh, Rondale Moore, their slot receiver speed guy. Um, Yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah, he's coming off of a huge, huge freshman year. I believe mm-hmm. Purdue was the only Power Five team that offered him a full ride, and they gave him a hell of a chance last year. And he proved that he, I would say he's a top five receiver in the Big Ten. Um, he had 220 yards receiving and only one touchdown, but that kind of production uh, out of one guy is, uh, it proves that he can obviously get around the field. I, he, I believe he's only five, nine and 180 pounds. So Mm -hmm. to be uh, that talented at that height and that weight, you have to be a real honey badger out there. And I like watching him play and I can't stand Purdue.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, hell of a player. And like you said, he's definitely, he's a top five receiver in the big 10. Um, He's their star, I would say, and it definitely helps Like when you have a star like that, when you can kind of throw the ball up and just let him get it, um, even though he's – what did you say? How tall did you say he was? 5'9". Yeah, um, he's a shorter dude, but, you know, he's quick. He's got speed. He's definitely – he'll be at least a slot receiver in the NFL, if not more. Um, but, yeah, hell of a player. Purdue, I think, probably average year, but, I mean,
0: they're, uh... they're, they're
1: always there, so –
0: their quarterback, too, as well, uh, had a game that I didn't expect. Cindelar um, he had 500 yards passing and six touchdowns, which is mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's no fluke of a game. And Vanderbilt's not a horrible football team. But well, one thing that does concern me for Purdue is I get that mm-hmm. they had a ton of yards passing, but they only had 35 uh, yards on the ground, and 10 of those came from their quarterback
1: interesting yeah that's not um not very good
0: <laughs> well no i mean As, as that, joe
1: schneider used to say in from Marshall football um you can't you can't pass the ball in november because it hurts the wide receiver's hands so you got to have a good running game so boo yeah. you know.
0: hoo um but the the real thing that i we called it we <laughs> called it and I, we've been texting about it and I can't fucking wait to bash them, which is going to happen right now. Nebraska stinks. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. suck. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't be ranked coming off of a four and eight season and going to Boulder, Colorado and get beat.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's not exactly uh, what she's, what you, we want to start the year with, especially when you have, uh, you know, the, Basically, the next Messiah and Scott Frost, who's going to lead him to the, the land. I um, oh, mean, you, know, you really hate to see if you're a Cornhuskers fan, and as an unbiased person of the Big Ten West, I mean, it just it hurts. It hurts me. It hurts my heart to see Nebraska struggle like this, especially so early in the season with such great promise after that <laughs> glorious four and eight season that they had last year. Um,
0: oh Jesus! You just hate <laughs> to see. It. Did you say you're unbiased?
1: Yeah, 100% unbiased.
0: Okay. Yeah, until we get to our last point of the Big Ten football, and then you're going to let a shit storm come out about Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, that's facts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got it all
1: cooking, man. Just you wait.
0: But uh, I, Nebraska's going to have to win by 100 against a Big Ten team for me to even consider them a real football team again.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, to be and no, we – the. The Gulf's got to beat them. And I think, I mean, I feel pretty confident about it. Um,
0: At this point, why would not you feel confident about it?
1: Um, yeah, that's a good call. I think that we're better than Colorado as we, uh, as we stand. But there was interesting. I was watching the uh, the Big Ten Network, you know. Um, and they said that there was – the Big Ten teams since, like, 99 are, like, 5-45 and 45 or something against the Pac-10 slash Pac-12. And I was – that blew my mind. Like, no, it was something – crazy like that, yeah. Like it was an unbelievable stat, where it was just like, really, like that's it. Like, come on,
0: that seems way off.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but hey, what are you going to do? Apparently, they they know how to football out there in the West Coast, but we'll um, see.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. Nebraska. Yeah, we can't have the Rose
1: Bowl anymore. Looking at you, College Football Playoff Committee.
0: Yeah, right. Um, moving on to my personal favorite in the Big Ten, Maryland. They're an absolute wagon. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, Maryland's oh. awesome. No, they're not. They won by like 100. They have like a score differential of like 111 points this year. They okay. Beat, against, they ooh, just beat a ranked I've, game.
1: Refused. Yeah, you're right. Okay.
0: They, that's, uh, okay. Yeah, they that's had, fair. Um, they had six players with rush yards, which that could be fly sweeps. No one with uh, – well, they had two players near 100 yards, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that – I like stuck out to me was uh, seven players over twenty yards receiving, and I know it's only twenty yards, and that could just be one play, but they obviously have multiple threats. I believe both of their running backs catch balls out of the backfield. um, Yeah, look a lot like uh, how the Patriots use James White. Yeah. Um, but yeah, watch out, Maryland, wagon.
1: You know, um, you know the Alex Jones video where he's chasing the dude down the street. Yeah. That's how I feel about Maryland football. <laughs> that's that's That describes it right there. I thought
0: you were going to say uh, the one part with Joe Rogan. Oh, <laughs> no, no.
1: Not that. No, um, not the one where he chases the dude down the street. That's how I feel. Uh, so, oh. Scott Van Pelt, if by some way you're listening, I'm coming.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> then we get to the <laughs> – Penn State, Michigan State, and OSU. <laughs> I'm in tears right now. <laughs> All I can think about is Alex Jones. <laughs> what a weirdo.
1: Um, yeah, Penn State, 45-13 over Buffalo.
0: Not a so big Michigan. deal. Who cares um, about that game?
1: 51-17 over Western Michigan. Ooh. Um, Indiana, 52-zip. Illinois beating Connecticut um, by... Eight points, not a great look for the Big Ten West, but no, well, a win on this.
0: Everyone knows that Illinois is getting dead last in the Big Ten West.
1: Yeah, I thought that last year, and then it was like 55 to like 35 or something like that against the Gophers. I'm not exactly sure what the final score was, but it was Ooh, not gosh. good.
0: Um, and now on to my second favorite team in the Big Ten, Wisconsin, uh, 61 to zero. Um, it didn't take two overtimes. Um, one thing I know that you can't stand them, but one thing that
1: oh, I'm I'm to interfere. I think there's somebody outside. They're boo- I don't know they're booing or something. Like oh that yeah, else. okay.
0: Wow. Um, one th- everyone knows: John Taylor's um, gonna be good. Just yeah, that, there's no question about that. He's there's he four. had he had four touchdowns again, and uh, this year he has six rushing touchdowns on only 35 carries combined between two games. And, sure. and 220 yards between those two games. And yeah. w- what scares me is, you know, everyone's talking about his production is so great. Well, when it comes down to meeting in New York for a nice little trophy called the Heisman, they're going to go, oh, he didn't have that many yards. Well, that's because he hasn't played the last quarter and a half of both games so far. Um, and the other thing, I was,
1: I was, uh, wait, hold on. How is the Jonathan Taylor going to win the Heisman? If, uh, if Rodney Smith wins it, uh, they can't put two in the, in one season. So oh, I'm just God. a little, I'm just a little confused on that, but you know, is we that, can clear that up.
0: Is that your unbiased or biased opinion?
1: I'm unbi. I'm unbiased big 10 West
0: reporter. So oh, yeah, oh, okay. I
1: report the news.
0: Big J journalism right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jack Cohen is, uh, so far, been a surprising story to me um he had, he had 364 yards which
1: yeah uh, that's I, good. I don't
0: know if hornenbrook m- maybe touched that once or twice in his career um and uh, last thing about wisconsin uh quintus Cephas, having him back makes all the difference in the world he had 115 yards and two tutters and the way he spreads out the field, and that's no uh, no shot at Kendrick Pryor, AJ Taylor, but having Cephas running down the sidelines is a is a pretty major difference in my opinion, and uh, oh, no doubt. Yeah. and that opens up the run game, as you know. Definitely. Um,
1: <sighs> now, I want to talk about one thing quick. I hear all these Wisconsin fans. Oh, we got grand Merritts, five star recruit. Oh, he's going to blow everybody's doors off in the preseason. Oh, Graham. Oh, my God. Graham Cracker. Oh, where's he at? Why isn't he playing? How come Jack Cohen just unzipped his pants and was like, hey, you forgot about me, first of all, so I'm just going to take this starting job. <laughs> so, are you guys going to all riot in the streets and say, oh, a five-star quarterback isn't playing. Where's Graham? Where's Graham? What are your thoughts on that?
0: Um, I, I was going to... I agree with you. We all said that to be the season. Um, It came out that Cohen got significantly better with the playbook in off season, right. and Cohen, like you said last week he he won two games at the end of last year, which kind of maybe gave him a little kick starting to hey, if I come in have a good camp then i'll i'll teach I'll teach Mertz how to Oh, develop, well, Brad, Rodgers, huh?
1: Hmm? Oh, and Jack Cohen, a well, little uh, master has become – their student has become the master, huh? All
0: right. Uh, something like that. Uh, right. Merritt Mer- Mer- did get in in the fourth quarter, and he was five for six with 50 yards, so suck it. I just
1: can't wait for Paul Chris to have a press conference when somebody goes,
0: "Yeah, you guys brought in
1: this five-star quarterback, and he's, you know, he's really great and all this stuff, and I want you to answer, um, why haven't you played him? And then he's going to go, Oh, uh, well, we really like Jack Allen. <laughs> uh,
0: I I love Paul Chris as a coach, but someone needs to teach that man how to do a press conference. Holy yeah, I crap. I can't
1: wait. I cannot wait. Oh, he's the best press <laughs> conferencer in the nation, man. That's he's that's one of my favorite things to watch.
0: I I think it, it was either at halftime of the first game or after the first game. Yeah, how'd you feel about uh John Taylor's rushing? Oh, you know, um you know he's he's good. Pretty, he's pretty good we get him his touches and uh yeah, yeah, he's he's he he does football well. Um yeah. I I'm just over here with my crew neck sweatshirt. Um I'm probably gonna go home and eat some hamburger helper after this and wash my seven crew necks for this next week of football coming up.
1: As as you would say, he's uh, he's a uh coach that says get the dirty areas wheel wheel and that's all he does you know he just he just goes about his business and i mean you gotta respect the guy for it it's got him this far so you know why not
0: he does have a good track record so far i'll Mm -hmm. give him that um Mm -hmm. and he was a great offensive coordinator for wisconsin before he left for Pitt. that's facts um back when you were still a fan it's a shame you know that he lost the first x in however many years man hate to see it yeah, that was also like the worst team we've had in however many years. Yeah. Even though so we were ranked fourth. Oh, God, it makes me sick just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we kind of already touched on AB, and now I don't really want to talk about him because it sounds like he's the world's biggest piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't really I don't think we can't discuss um, that right. Yeah.
0: Dave Dombrowski, you are our inside source for the Red Sox. Absolutely,
1: yep, big Sox guy.
0: Uh, how do you feel about their year?
1: Um, underwhelming, for sure. It definitely does not help that they have one of the best teams in the American League and the New York Yankees in the division. Not an excuse, just a fact. Uh, they'll be about 96 and whatever
0: Which is, Which stinks because they're going to be better than, like, three-quarters of the NL.
1: Yeah, the Red Sox are projected to win 86 games, which is five games above 500. Um, I mean, that probably not a playoff team, but it would have been cool to see them at least get into the playoffs for a chance to defend their World Series, especially with the roster that they have as far as offensive players go. Uh, the starting pitching really, 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 really struggled this year. Everybody wants to blame the bullpen, but the bullpen hasn't been that bad other than, like, the 19 blown saves. But that's mostly just (laughs) because I didn't get a closer. Um, I don't think that I really like them firing Dave. But at the same time, I mean, I get it. Like, it it is what it is. Like, he, from what it sounds like, quick, I'll just say this, and then you can go. he wanted an extension, and the Red Sox kind of just hit him with, yeah, no, we don't really want to extend you right now because we're kind of looking for the future. And we, we brought you in. You did what we needed you to do, win a World Series. And you ruined our farm system and spent a lot of money, and that's what you're known for. But you got the job done, and now we're going to go ahead without you.
0: I, oh, man. I, I just – I think he was in their system for, what, 10 months? and I, he He was only president – no, he's
1: been he's been there uh uh since like I want to say 2015?
0: No way. Yep. No way. Mhm. I, I I that's not what I heard, but I also don't follow them as close did his position title change last year? Cuz I think he was uh title? No. He was hired Hmm. August 18th,
1: 2015, named the president of baseball operations of the Boston Red Sox. Oh, really? Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, right after they got rid of Ben Sherrington.
0: I, I just don't. I, I know how you feel about it, and I, I guess he did get him a series, but they damn near had the same exact team coming back, and yeah. their production from Devers and Bullrard came out of nowhere. Like their production, uh, their, their production level went so far up and Mookie Betts isn't having the year he had last year, but still a, a, a 95% better than the whole league.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think Devers is a kind of surprised Bogart. See, he needed the breakout year and he's definitely like going above and beyond, which not a big deal traded for him in fantasy from you, your boy, uh, um, yeah. I, my first, first buy week of the year. But anyways, that's You're kind welcome. of a different note. But Mookie Betts, yeah, slid back a little bit. But overall, he's having another really good year. J.D. Martinez, a little bit down for average. But, again, he's having a good year. I mean, the offense is clicking. It's really just been the starting pitching.
0: Yeah, and it's just been weird to watch because they, they've they been in so many games. And I guess a lot like the Cubs, they, they get to – I don't know. They're up six to three in the seventh or six to four in the seventh. And then a, uh, the other team hits a bomb and it just ruins it. And I, <laughs> I just don't get it.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. Um, it's like I said, not having a closer doesn't help because if you take those 19 blown saves and let's, I mean, they're not going to convert all of them. You have, if you're a good team, you know, seven blown saves in the year. So what that's 12 wins that's projected yeah. 98 wins, which is a wild card team. Which, yeah, in the easily
0: team. a wild card team, and right. in most years, that that would be an easy division winner. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. to a hundred or a hundred wins. Usually, even if you get to ninety wins, you you expect to be in the playoffs somewhere.
1: Well, you would hope so, but I mean that's kind of the nature of the game, now I guess. But what are you going to do? I mean, a down year for the Red Sox is a good year for the rest of the league, I guess. So,
0: yes. Um, speaking of baseball. Uh, I, I don't know if you caught on Twitter, but I've decided to publicly mush myself and the Cubs. And I, I am now a Brewers fan. I love the Milwaukee Brewers so much.
1: See, what a wild – honestly, what a wild combination for you to be a diehard Badgers fan and a diehard Cubs fan. Like, can somebody please tell me how that works?
0: Hey, we got the family ties to Chicago, fam. It, that's how it works, and I know people are going to be disgusted. Well, guess what? I don't care. I love the Packers, the Packers. I love the Badgers, and I love the motherfucking Cubs, so they're suck one. Yikes. And, but, yes, um, I'm a newly converted Brewers fan. Brewers are Damn. winning it all. I, I, yeah. I love Christian Yelich. Me too. I absolutely love that bug-eyed fuck Ryan Braun. Wow. Bold. Um, maybe he should use steroids again. Bold. Hot take. Uh, I w- I'd i like it.
1: As a fan of Sammy Sosa with the corked bat, come on, man. Hey. It's
0: a pocket metal black, my dude. Hey, yeah, no shit. Obviously, Sammy Sosa cheated. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like he didn't. But – um yeah i'd say the brewers are winning it all this year they just kicked the fuck out of the cubs Mm -hmm. loved it took the series win um yeah i mean they're they're gonna kick the shit out of the marlins they got really an easy record to end the year and i expect a world series title out of the brewers this year
1: go brew crew honestly i mean you can't you can't not cheer for them
0: uh yeah jesus um on to some nfl stuff Starting with the Packers, um, I believe we could go back in time and to last week, and you said they were going to win by a touchdown. Yes, sir. They, they did, in fact, win by a touchdown. And yeah. I, I thought that um, the offense looked uh, decent, not what they can be by any right. means. Right,
1: right. I mean, they're well, going against the league's top defense, arguably. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that has to play a little part in there. But
0: uh, Well, who's to say we're not the top defense in the league? No,
1: I guess that's fair.
0: They, but they were also playing
1: against Trubisky, so.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, he's on one of my fantasy teams, and I absolutely hate it. Tough.
1: Hate to see it, man.
0: Well, I don't mind if he shits the bed against the Packers. But oh, no. the the Packers' defense hasn't been this good in so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and – uh, I don't. I don't want to go to where I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna say it anyways. I'd like to say. And I don't know. It's only one week, but I'd like to say this is almost as good as the '92 Packers defense with Reggie White, which is a, a really uh, yeah. Actually, I a, think that's a burning uh, hot knife. This one. I think, and that's
1: it this week for the uh, Big Ten. Film. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, seriously, I know that's an absolute stretch, but um, I was talking to you about it earlier, and myself included, Packers fans are freaking out about getting rid of Nick Perry and Mike Daniels. Yeah, that's
1: fair. Um, Mostly Mike Daniels, I think. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm right. wrong on that. You no, know, I was concerned with the, with that. but
0: Yeah, um, but Nick Perry last year, um, the whole year, all sixteen games are sixteen he, games. He he had nine quarterback uh, nine. Okay, easy Pete and repeat over here. He had nine quarterback pressures the whole year. In the first game against the Bears, Zadarius Smith had ten on Trubisky in one game. So the production level at outside I linebacker 10 is greater than nine. Uh, yeah, no. For shame. everybody,
1: just so everybody knows that.
0: Okay, thanks captain obvious but (laughs) i think the packers defense looks uh it's the best i've seen it in a really long time you know because i was totally alive in uh 92 or whenever reggie white was tearing people apart um the browns stank i'm done with their hype what yeah delaney walker
1: kind of said it best what do you say um essentially said they are who we thought they were and that they beat them, and everybody's giving them all this hype. They ain't won nothing yet, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think there's too many Eagles on the Browns team, and they haven't dialed it back yet. Yeah, I
1: think interesting hot take maybe here. Hit the uh, the hot take. I think the OBJ, I think that OBJ could go to Cleveland and just kind of, like, fade away. And then it's just like, 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 you know, OBJ in New York was like, kicking field goal like practice nets and like just trashing everybody and taking shirtless pictures on a boat like now he goes to Cleveland <laughs> he's got a he's got a like it's a blue collar town you know he's like take my my work pail to lunch or geez my lunch pail to work yikes <laughs> um, and you know he's gonna be taking you're gonna see him on a barge in a full parka in December just out there just crushing crushing cigs with the boys and just <laughs> collar work, and he's just gonna, you know, the prima donna. It's done. This is a new OBJ.
0: Are you not sure?
1: OB, OBS. Are you what sure?
0: You're not talking about uh, what Blake Bortles would be doing if he wasn't in the NFL. Yeah, I'd I be. Mean, wor- I'd be working construction and ripping SIGs.
1: Leads into it a little bit, but you know, I mean, OBJ is just—he's just that type of dude. I think. I think it's over. I think that he's gonna be a heck of a wide receiver, but I don't think he's gonna have any of the off-field drama stuff. You can bucket. Uh. it
0: yeah i i don't disagree with you uh the cowboys if they won 35 17 against the giants which probably should have given up less points but mm-hmm. Dak dak prescott with a perfect 158.3 passer rating
1: wait you you know where dak prescott went to college at?
0: mississippi state
1: yeah did you know that did you I know did- that they went to the Belk bowl his his uh I think his junior year. Might have been a senior year when he was a Heisman contender. Uh,
0: I I did know that. Did how'd you, you how, how'd you find out about that though?
1: Oh, I just I don't know. I just you know, yeah, you hear it through the grapevine. It, it is what it is. But yeah, Dak Prescott, Mississippi State, alum. Um,
0: but <laughs> 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 I think uh, I think the Cowboys are uh, going to be a legitimate threat. Um. In the NFC, do I think they're going to make the NFC championship game? No. Do I think they're going to win their division? Yes. Um, But uh, I think if I were Jerry Jones, he got his his running back back. Mm -hmm. And and that's huge. And he paid Zeke, obviously. But if I were him, I wouldn't. I would hold out on Dak Prescott until he won't step on the field anymore, because it seemed yeah. like he he was playing like he had something to prove. Yeah, I could see that. Um, hey, what? Jerry Jones,
1: you think he's a uh, you think he's a light beer guy or do you think he's an IPA guy? Thoughts?
0: Um, I think he's like uh, oh,
1: dry gin, dude. I bet he's straight gin. Honestly, I, that's his drink of choice. I bet. No no ice cubes, just gin. <laughs> Ew, gross. Hey, it. might
0: be. You know what? Tastes like, like
1: Christmas. It, t- it tastes like Christmas.
0: I like to compare him to uh, who was Alamander. that? Jesus, let me get a sentence in here, oh. bud. Who was the, what was the name of the guy who owned Ricky Bobby's race company in Talladega Nights?
1: Like Dale, Dale, Dale Denton? Or not Denton, Dale <laughs>
0: Like, dang it, or... Bennett,
1: like, Dennett or something.
0: Dennett Racing. He's... Jerry Jones is like his wife in that movie.
1: <laughs> oh, um... <laughs>
0: you know what I'm talking about?
1: Like character? Yeah. Yeah. where she, like, doesn't care at all?
0: Yeah, just up in the press box, kissing everyone, just bulldozed drunk.
1: Yeah, I could see it. Uh, I could definitely see that. Hey, America's team, dude. All right?
0: Yeah. Packers are America's team. Uh... I think the Raiders, too, now are going to be a very interesting storyline. They beat the Broncos 24-16, which uh, the score of that game could have got flip-flopped, in my opinion. I didn't know how it was going to go. I think they're going to play with a massive chip on their shoulder. I think they're really pissed off about uh, what happened with Antonio Brown and, and... I'm excited to watch that uh, quarterback named Derek Carr. Even though he wears mascara on the field, like he's in semi-pro, um, I, I think he's going to play pretty angry. And I, I think they'll be not necessarily exciting to watch, but be interesting. Yeah, no, it'll be
1: intriguing. Um, what do you have? We talked about Andrew Luck retiring. I don't remember if we mentioned that in the last pod, but in case nobody was around for the last, I don't know, three weeks, Andrew Luck retired. Um, and Jacoby Brissett took over. And I'm going to be honest, the Colts, they look pretty good. Um, Frank Reich, he's just out here just calling plays, being an awesome dude, wearing glasses on the sidelines, no hat. I love the look. And then you got Jacoby Brissett just coming in there, looking like a solid quarterback. And then Malik Hooker, did you see his interception? One-handed. hand Give it that. Oh, just, yeah. That was amazing. It
0: just- did you see the, uh, like, out of the end zone angle on it?
1: No, I only saw the one where it was, like, the it was River's back, so it was, like, facing the end zone.
0: No, so the opposite view okay. is, is even crazier. And to have hands – I mean, he was – when he left the ground compared to where he caught the ball, Yeah, he was, like, six feet away from the ball and yeah. caught that and, what, ran it out 25 yards, 20 yards?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know how what the return was like. I just saw the you know, the catch. But you know who that sounds like? Oh, A little, a little strong safety on Minnesota, a little number oh, eleven, God. Antoine Winfield That's bro. who that sounds like. Gross. He's going to be drafted. Pro stock. Him is and Carter th- cough.
0: Is he big enough?
1: Um, he's pretty small, but you know I think he'll be alright. Um. Also, it- sorry. One quick, another NFL thing: the Jets. Yeah. 16-0 against the Bills and uh, they blow it and the Bills win.
0: Oh yeah, I know. Hey, that's because Josh Allen is elite. Yeah,
1: that's true. Josh Allen is he's got huge hands. Um like this big. And
0: Oh, yeah, sorry, re- That's good I recording. just
1: put hands on the screen. My hands yeah, are big too.
0: That's good recording <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but no, Josh Allen, he looked good, which is a shocker to say. Um, but Former Gopher Blake Cashman on the Jets. Yeah. I don't know if he played or not, but there's a name drop for you.
0: <laughs> I yeah. I I have no idea if he even made the roster, but he might have. I know he was on the I know he's on the roster. I don't know if he played though. Um Chiefs Jags, not surprised that Patrick Mahomes had a good day, but did you see him try to pull I off have, that no, note? What? Okay.
1: Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he missed that no look. He was like, yeah, hey, what's up, Travis Kelsey? I'm not going to look at you. I'm going to throw in Travis Kelsey. He was like, sweet, thank you. Like, that didn't work.
0: Yeah, it, it's really – he he's going to have another exceptional year, I, I would assume. Um, and going off of him, he's on one of my fantasy teams. And between my two teams, I'm 2-0. and And I won by – a. I won by a ton of points. Well, how are you doing?
1: Um, one and three.
0: Oh, four. my God. How?
1: Not very good fantasy football. Pretty good fantasy baseball. Number one in the league. Got a first round bye in the playoffs. But, yeah, no, fantasy football, not my strong suit. And in my college fantasy football league, 0-2, which if I would have started Rashad Bateman instead of um, Waddle from Alabama, would have won and if i would have not started the illinois running back cuz he didn't play and got zero points <laughs> so i would have won 1-1 but now i'm ninth so that's neat
0: oh yeah. speaking of fantasy football again remember when i sent you my fantasy football lineup and you said sammy watkins stinks mm mm-hmm. mhm well guess who didn't start him this week nice me guess how many nice. points guess how many points he had in fantasy football
1: i like what, like five, nah, 10, like
0: 42 points? Um, that's yeah, not good. Um, if we have any NHL fans out there, uh, the Detroit Red Wings won the rookie tournament in Traverse City this weekend. Which Traverse City, what
1: I've been to Traverse City,
0: yeah, me too for marching band, no, because I'm awesome.
1: Yeah, I was there for baseball.
0: Um, but uh, I think with them getting uh, Steve Iserman back, you know, sure. I mean, he he is that franchise or one of the major guys, and them winning this uh, rookie preseason tournament and having him back, I, I would say uh, I tweeted out earlier, but I, I think they're going to be in in contention. Not most definitely. Not, not this coming year necessarily. But in two years, I guarantee you they'll be back to being a playoff team. Without Cromwell, he's oh, gone retired. Nicholas Cromwell, in case in Cronwall, case me. in case you he's... don't follow hockey at all, you know what you
1: just YouTube it.
0: Just YouTube it. Look up. You got Cronwalled. If you need to know how to spell that, that's K R O N W A L L, and then add an E D. Hopefully you don't have ED. Nice.
1: Hey, but if you do, I don't have an ad read. I wish that'd been perfect. Um, another thing, NHL, the Phoenix, excuse me, the Arizona Coyotes.
0: There you go.
1: Yes. Oh, they're gonna be good this year. They got Phil the Thrill. I was thinking about this because I got I got a notification from one of my many sports apps that I have because you know I'm a pretty big deal. Um. Malkin was going to request a trade if Phil Kessel didn't get traded. What? Or
0: was recent. Can you believe that? They've been so good together.
1: Yeah, I know. But he said he wanted out if Phil Kessel came back. So the Pens said, yeah, no, nah, we'll ship him off to Arizona, which I think is a solid move. But Arizona's going to be good. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. You can book that right now for me. Tuesday, uh, September 10th. The Arizona Coyotes make the NHL playoffs. The Stanley Cup playoffs. Fre- no. Uh,
0: that I, one feels good. I agree with you um, with that. If, Like I said, if you're not a big NHL fan, they – Well, um, get to be a
1: big NHL fan.
0: Well, yeah. Oliver Ekman Larson's on that team. Um, yep. They have that bald-headed beauty, Derek Steppen, who has just been the definition of consistent in the National Hockey League for the last eight oh, yeah. years. And then, you add, and then you add a dude who could arguably beat Joy Chestnut and eating hot dogs on the 4th of July. Phil, you know the you thrill- Phil the Thrill mm-hmm. Castle. I know he went to Minnesota, and Where I know he's from? he is from Cottage Grove, Wisconsin. Cottage Grove, Wisconsin, baby. Love to what, see it. What a beauty. Um, the Grove. Again, if you don't know who that is, he looks like he has absolutely no right playing sports, let alone professionally. Um, he's kind of balding. He's fat as shit, and he scores awesome. like 35. And he's, awesome. and he's
1: awesome. And he went to Minnesota.
0: He Chicago did go to Minnesota in case anyone that's listening uh, missed that fact. Yeah. Uh, um, we have a few more things um, I'd like to talk about if people aren't bored yet. Um, oh, there's no way they could be bored. Yeah, that's true. We're pretty inviting to listening, listen to, but we have uh, some big announcements coming up in the next few weeks. Mm hmm. Indeed. Um, we have uh, a Big Ten and local sports writer and uh, host of sports on NBC 15 in Madison uh yep, WMTV Mike Jacks Jacko Jacko Jocko, what a guy he's got the whitest teeth in the country Mhm um, we are going to have him on hopefully he'll give some insight and some some college football for us things that we don't necessarily see that he has more access to um, we also have uh Former national championship goaltender Shane Conley, coming on. He's the current goaltender Con. coach. Cons, what a guy.
1: Cons, bro. Cons stay sandy, bud.
0: We think uh that'll be a very fun interview for you guys to listen to. He uh he's the current goalie coach at the University of Wisconsin. Um outstanding dude, uh pretty awesome beard, keeps that nice and nice and tight trim. I like oh, it. Um, and then we also have a very highly touted and respected member of the hockey world coming on. He played in the NHL for like 13 years. He coached in the NHL for seven or eight years. I want to say he's been at Wisconsin since 2016 and he was the last Olympic hockey coach, uh, Tony Granado, who we're lucky to call a good friend. Um, he will be joining us and, uh, that'll be an absolutely electric interview. He, he doesn't give a a lot of interviews talking about his past NHL life and what coaching was like. So I I think we'll have a, a very first, not first inside scoop, but a, a more in depth, uh, interview with him that a lot of people haven't heard the side of him that we know. And, uh, that'll that'll be pretty fun um he's very easy to talk to and very easy to listen to um and if you need any proof about how good he was he played on the line with the great ones so Mm -hmm. for
1: for the for the los angeles
0: kings for the los angeles kings um Mm -hmm. absolute beauty um he he was part of the hard nose hockey days Um, yeah
1: Speaking of hard nose.
0: Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're mean dude, but not, it's all love, man. Come on. You know it. True. Um, yes. But those three interviews, um, hopefully we'll have out, um, I'd say within two to six weeks. I know that's not a great window of time to, uh, anticipate listening to them, but, uh, those will be electric. Um, very uh, three different personalities oh, absolutely that'll be fun um and if you want to give us a follow on twitter and instagram yeah
1: give us the follow not a big deal
0: um uh, our the big 10 thoughts on instagram and twitter are at b1g thoughts and then personal- that's
1: t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s not t-h-o-t-s just so everybody gets that clear we're not thoughts we're thoughts
0: <laughs> Oh, way to go um, but we – and then personal Twitter, which I fire off a lot of hot takes and sports stuff on, is raw, man, raw underscore beef 45, young legend. And I have no clue what yours is.
1: Uh, that would be the legendary SFK underscore two seven.
0: Yes. Um, we're hoping to get more going on social media to get a bigger platform we're probably gonna make a YouTube soon, to, uh, so if you want to watch our faces as we talk about all this bullshit and joke around, um, we'll put that up on YouTube. so you can, see, can see, see, see this week. Spencer did a lot of dumb things on camera. Yeah,
1: gonna. <laughs> We're getting recorded. I'm not gonna put that on there, but um, <laughs> seriously, uh, obviously, like first starting out, it's cool to see a lot of people know us or are, like personal friends, but. Feel free to share it. Um, We appreciate the retweets, the likes, everything like that, Um, including the followers. Pretty cool to see a bunch of views on Spotify. Um, Yes. We're trying to work on Apple also, but uh, we appreciate the support for our young endeavor.
0: Good thing's coming. Um, I'm excited to keep going. And uh, that's Big Ten thoughts for this week.